originally podcasting from Namibia, currently podcasting in Atlanta. This is the podcast Shandi. Shandi is about everything and anything. I'm Katu, your host of podcast, and I'm currently a graphic design student with a minor in advertising and branding. And a fun fact about myself is that I like my eggs runny, like run away from me runny. All right, so let's jump right into it. So, K-O-T-W, looking for something new? Wondering where different cool creatives are lurking? Well, look no more. In this segment of Shandi, which is new, I wanted to highlight all the cool things and people that I find out about or just know about in general. So every Sunday, I give you my creatives with a K of the week. This pertains to a fine artist, designer, musician, and other creatives around. This is for those who want something new and different to look at, listen to, or see. Look and see is the same thing, just realized, womp womp. Or if the playlist that you listen to 200 times a day is getting a bit much. Alright, so we're just going to take a small little break and then we're going to jump right into the creatives. And that starts the break. And thus ends the break. Okay, great. So I chose the fine artist, Jane Alexander. Jane Alexander is a contemporary artist from South Africa. She was born in 1959 and I think her work is like pretty cool. The first time I learned about Jane Alexander was when I was in high school and I went to the museum and I saw her work in real life and pictures do not do it justice. And I think, like, I don't even, she, a lot of her work is figurative sculptures, installations, tableau and photo montages, which are informed. Okay, I'm reading, by the way, I'm reading from tate.org.uk let's yeah before things happen to me yeah informed by her experience of growing up under apartheid and it could be read as a response to the political and social environment and what followed in relation to broader global conditions basically her work was about apartheid and if you don't know apartheid i don't really want to explain it so you can just google that real quick very simple apartheid A-P-A-R-T-H-E-I-D, apartheid, which means apartness in Afrikaans. Um, Her key works, I would say, I don't know all of them, but my favorite one was the one that I saw, which is called The Butcher's Boys. I'm lying, sorry, it's called Butcher Boys. And it's like, it's, it's so amazing. In fact, she actually did it while she was still a student. And I'll just read like the description because it's, you know, you, you, you want things to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? In terms, you know, what? I'm not going to go on with this. Let me just read it. This work consists of three horned life-sized figures sitting pensively on a bench. 
They have big black eyes but no mouths, holes for ears, and their backs are split open, exposing bone. They are grotesque yet vulnerable, without a clear identity. It is thought that this work is a comment on the abuses of power, torture, and detention, emblematic of the apartheid era. Okay, I'm not gonna say any more of that situation. Um, I'm gonna read a quote from a critic and I'm gonna read a quote from something else about Jane Alexander, then we'll be done with the fine artist. So, uh, the writer and critic Simon Jami said, Jane Alexander is an accessory to a truth and a history which force her even against her will to think within the terms of a sick society. And then a quote from sure, from South African History Online. Um, oh, a quote from Jane herself, actually, Jane Alexander herself. My themes are drawn from the relationship of individuals to hierarchies and the presence of aggression, violence, victimization, power, and subservience and from the paradoxical relationships of these conditions to each other. And yeah, if you like if you do get a chance to like see any of her work in real life, I really would say do it. Definitely take that chance and just have a look at even pictures online at least that's better than just like hearing it, hearing about it because it's absolutely it's it's honestly creepy and it's eerie it's kind of like scary stories to tell in the dark now that i think about it but it's it's amazing absolutely love it her work is brilliant and yeah so that's the fine artist of the week jane alexander Okay, so designer of the week, I chose the design agency. I don't know if it's Viden and Kennedy or Whedon and Kennedy. Um, but yeah, another group of people that I discovered in high school. Um, yeah, so they're just an advertising agency. Okay, not just. They are an advertising agency and they've come up with like some of the most popular and most brilliant advertisements. Um, so all the information I'm getting is from their website, their official website. And by the way, let me add that their website is beautiful, very well designed, very aesthetically pleasing, easy to use, great stuff for UX designers and user experience people. Check out this website because it's doing the things. So I'm just going to read the young paragraph situation that they have up. Uh, Viden or Whedon, we don't know yet. Plus Kennedy is an independent global creative company. We're here to do the best work of our lives with inspiring clients. We make work that influences culture and builds business value. Our global network compromises eight offices and 1400 people and our work spans every discipline. We have world-class media, design and tech operations, but everyone and everything at WNK is driven by creativity and a core mission of building strong and provocative relationships between good companies and their customers. Sorry. Um, just like a nice little situation overview. Uh, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They have nine. What? 
<coughs> Sorry. Yo, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <coughs> yeah, ne. Yeah. They have nine offices. One in Portland, Amsterdam, New York, Tokyo, London, Shanghai, Delhi, and Sao Paulo. Wow. That's... Yikes, that's so cool. Wow. But yeah, they're... um. They're just a really, really cool advertising agency. Definitely check them out. Uh, they partner with Coca-Cola and Delta Airlines and Disney. Disney, by the way, owns everything. And that's really scary. Uh, sorry. Airbnb, AB and Bev. What? I don't even know that. Facebook, Jordans, Instagram, Netflix. Bruh. Dude. Like, dude. Wait, what? I'm tell do look at the website is doing the most. Absolutely love their website. It's so cute. Tinder, Sainsbury's, <sighs> amazing. But yeah, that's Vivian Kennedy. Um, I think the first. I think I think they were the first ones to actually come up with Nike. Just do it, hey. Like I'm almost pretty sure they're like the first ones to come up with that. I think, haha, <laughs> before I, um, let's see where it came from, just do it, yeah, yeah, it came from, yeah, it came from um, Vieden Kennedy, the guy Dan Vieden, he said that he got the inspiration for just do it from Gary Gilmore's last words, let's do it, so, yeah, they, they, coined it actually and if that isn't a testament to how amazing they are then i don't know what is so yeah that is the designer of the week Whedon and kennedy third up we have artist of the week or musician better yet And I chose the all-time famous Brenda Fussy. Absolutely love this woman. Like, I can't stress enough how every Namibian and every South African knows Brenda Fussy. Like, whether they don't know that they know her or that they know her or that they don't know her, I, I... Uh, wow anyways apparently she was actually sometimes described as the queen of african pop madonna of townships the black madonna and she was born in 1964 in cape town south africa and she passed away in 2004 in santon south africa um sure i can't even choose a favorite song hey but like to top off a few would probably be Wulindela, Noman Kanjani, uh, Wedding Day, that Wedding Day song. Everyone, dude, you can't go to a wedding and not hear that song. Like, it's literally impossible. Um, see, Ach Shame Lovey. Okay, yeah, Ach Shame Lovey is very good. And Weekend Special. But uh, she has the songs. She has the songs for days. Mm. and then one of her quotes um, once she said I am a shocker 
I like to create controversy. It's my trademark. And I'll see if I can... I'll, I think I'll probably put up like two songs of hers just because she's that amazing. But yeah, I'll put up two songs for you. And yes, that is Brenda Fuss. Actually, let me, let me talk about her a little bit more. Um, I'm getting my information from Wikipedia. Please don't, don't judge me. She has won five SA Music Awards. SA South Africa. South African Music Awards. Wow. Sure. Ma'am. In 1999, when year I was born, 2004 and 2005, she wow, she has a lot of awards. She has so many albums. What? She has one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten. Bro, she has like 20 albums. What? My goodness. Wow. She released an album like almost every year. Okay, I'm lying. That's a lie. That is that is a gross lie. Not every year. Like every two years she would have an album out. Wow. Hosh. Hosh hosh hosh. She was first in a in a young vocal group. Hmm. And then she became a lead singer for another group. Okay. She had a cocaine problem at one point. Wow. I didn't even know this. Uh, when she passed away. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, no. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Wow, okay. She went to rehab about 30 times. I don't trust that number because I don't see, like, a reference for it. Um... Sure. In nineteen ninety six alone, she released like several albums, and most of her albums became multi platinum sellers in South Africa. Sure. Whoa. And she, uh, she passed away from a coma and the coma was due to an asthma attack whoa what when she was in the hospital she was visited by nelson mandela winnie mandela and tabo and becky and she died when she was 13 sure wow i, I didn't even know the stuff about her it was amazing wow it's nice to learn things, huh? Interesting. Yeah, so that's Brenda Fussy, Artist of the Week. And very last, but definitely not least, we have Other. So in the other category today, I have chosen the cinematographer from the Grand Budapest Hotel. His name is Robert D. Yoiman, Yoiman, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Robert D. Yoiman. Okay, I'll just call him Robert D. Um, yes. So, Mr. Robert D. was born in 1951 in Pennsylvania, USA. 
uh, I think he's best known for his work in Grand Budapest Hotel, which makes sense because Grand Budapest is beautiful. He also did Moonrise Kingdom and Drugstore Cowboy. He actually has like a lot, a lot, a lot of... He has 57 cinematographer credits and that is... He even did like... Sure. I'm just looking at them there and I'm just like, wow. He did Mamma Mia 2. He did Dogma. He did Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. He did... Yes, man. He did get him to the Greek bridesmaids. Um, uh, I can't recognize any of these. But yeah, basically, he's like uh, amazing. And he, oh, he's a member of the American Society of Cinematographers since 2001. That is, that is interesting. I did not know that. But yeah, basically, I just really wanted to shout him out um, because honestly, bro, amazing. Like in uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, he would change the aspect ratios according to the years. Like you'll notice in different parts of the movie, the ratio would be 1.85 to 1, 2.40 to 1, 1.37 to 1, like a square, a long rectangle and like a rectangle. The colors would be different. Like, you know, you get those that, that pastel pink and the light blue. And then you get the red and the black and the and the nice, like, deep purple. Then you get the yellow scenes, like yellow and mauve and yellow ochre. Like, earth tones. And you get the blues. But I was killing the game, dude. Like, killing the game. And his framing. Um, framing with the Grand Budapest Hotel was always very symmetrical and straight on and here in the timeandpixels.com website it says there's lots of straight on views and quite a heavy usage of wide angle lens um yeah and it's just if if you really think about it when you really like when you actually watch the movie and you think about the way things are filmed and like just the general terminology and stuff like that when you think about it while you're watching you'll see that it's actually a brilliant movie not only in like a weird plot and like funny dialogue or whatever but just in the way it's crafted dude i use the word brilliant like all the time but you're you're oh my gosh i didn't even read wow oh man i'm yo i'm looking at like shots of the film and it's doing the most love it um oh wow and uh the website also mentions that with the camera movement the most distinctive ones are whip pans zooms sideway dollies tilts and panning during dialogues amazing sure beautiful and also just like a, a nice little fun fact about the grand budapest hotel is when it comes to the details uh wes anderson the director he they like created everything that was in the movie so for example like the newspapers they like typed it out and they did the layout and they printed it the currency the bus lines and even like the pastry box designs all of it they did it like themselves 
And another fact, Lamau, uh, Zubrauka, the fictional country name from the film, is actually a brand of Polish vodka. Interesting. But yes, so that is the last category. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please do tune in again. I appreciate your support and I appreciate when you share the situations on the situations. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day, night, life, morning, week, month, second, year, minute. All those shandies have good ones. Okay, ma. guys so that wraps up the episode for today thanks for listening to shandy with katu if you like my show and you want to know more check out the links below in the description and please leave a review situation you know on all your social platforms you know and if you want to get in touch with me right now you can just dm me on instagram at k-a-t-u underscore t-g-o so that's just katu underscore t-g-o